Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? I'm doing great, man. We're getting close to the holidays here. I got some time off work coming up. I'm pumped. Nice. How are you? You're ready to go. I'm good. I'm, well, I'm better now. I went through about 24 hours of uh, watery bow, we'll call it. How about that? Had a little watery bow. That's close. Uh, oh, boy, I'm going to tell you what. Every hour on the hour there for over the middle of the night, <laughs> I was driving home from Toledo. And I was stopping constantly, not thinking about it too much then, but I was like, hmm, that's a pretty powerful stream of water coming out. Might be something going on. So uh, I took the day, took the day, made sure, uh, made sure I'm good. I actually trusted a fart before we came down here. Earlier. Hey, that's it was alive. Yeah, live airy fart felt good. So I'm feeling super confident about about being uh, being back to 100 percent by the morning. That sounds so, good. So I'm excited. Obviously, we yeah, and and obviously you are you being the general phobe that you are. I would never put you in a situation <laughs> where you are within 24 hours of anyone being sick. And the crazy part about it is, I never even. I never felt sick the whole time. I never like felt like, you know, got the chills. I never got, you know, like a, like a fever or anything like that. The one thing I get, this happens to me all the time. Tell me if this has ever happened to you. I get these weird tasting burps. Almost like, uh, almost like I had too many lucky charms. Oh, I know Does the burp. Sense? I know that. You burp. know that burp? Yeah, yes, I do. I don't, almost like bad lucky charms or something. I don't know how to ex- describe it. Uh, I, I, it, it happened. I know I'm about to not feel good when I start getting those burps, and the next thing I know, I'll be shooting water out the bunghole, man. It's just how it goes. I looked so it up. Sorry, that's a that's a regular thing. Like anytime you don't feel well, that that usually happens. Those burps. No, I, not every time, but like if I've got some, some, some bubble gut issues going on, yeah, then I get, then I get them. And it's maybe like once every three years or two years or something, because dads don't get sick. I talk about it all the time. Dads don't, and I was never sick, but I did have a little something going on that I, if there was something there, I didn't want to pass it on to anybody. I just want to make sure that it is, it is uh, taken note of, of, I felt fine. Outside of my, outside of my stomach being twisted in knots, uh, every hour on the hour. Well, you That's know sick, how much I was yeah. sick. I was sick. Yeah, I was pretty much sick. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much I appreciate that because yes, I am uh, worried about getting sick all the time, and especially right now we're basically a week away from Christmas. We've got all the family parties Jesus and all Christ. that stuff you got to do. So you want to, you really don't want to be sick for these next couple weeks. Uh, get through that, and then whatever happens, happens. But uh, yeah, you want to, You don't want to miss all the Christmas festivities. At least I don't. Ten, day, ten days till Christmas, man. That's insane. Yeah, Just unbelievable. I can't even wrap my head around that. Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, thank God for my wife because she takes care of Christmas better than anybody, better than I I deserve her to do for me. She does an amazing job. So. Shout out to her. I I couldn't tell you half the stuff I'm getting for anybody. (laughs) That's okay. Good for you. I, I, I have one Christmas gift purchased. I, I, I was just going to ask you. 
I I have I, it was an accident. I had to buy a birthday gift last week, so I I bought a couple of things that I saw for my nephew. So I gave him one thing for his birthday last week, and uh, and then I've got one of his Christmas gifts. So, but I've got a lot of shopping to do over the next week. So when I was a single man, and I was one hundred percent a Christmas Eve, or or even right before that, like the week of Christmas, that was when I did my shopping. Mm-hmm. Are you that kind of guy? Like you don't? There's no advance dump being done. Absolutely, I always have been. Um, I, I'm trying to start each year getting a little bit better about starting earlier, but yeah, hey, it's it's December 14th right now, and uh, I've got one thing. Yeah. So these couple, uh, I've got a couple off days coming up here, even before our break at work, and uh, I've got to use all of that time to get some shopping done. Get some shopping done. It's hard, man. It's hard. I'm not. I'm no good at it. I hate shopping. I'm not good at Amazon. Thank God for Amazon. Although we're getting pretty close right now to even for even Amazon to to be uh, cutting it close and getting things to us. So I am. I got to Aaron. She's got like a notebook with everyone's name that we buy something for writes down everything in there. What's been bought. How many, like, it's a lot. It's a lot, especially when you get into family parties we got three kids. So then like kids do exchanges. We got like kids exchanges in three different Christmases. So that's nine little presents you got to buy there for somebody else, for some other little tiny cat. And then you got, you know, your regular presents for moms and dads and sisters and you got, I got, you know, six nieces and nephews that we spend even more money on. And it's a, it's dude, I don't know how she does it, but she's got the notebooks and the high, she's got three different color highlighters in that bad boy. Like Christmas is Christmas is legit at the Witt household. I love She starts that. in like April. I love the organizational skills that your wife has. I love that. It's, it's the best. I, I try to be really organized. I'm not even close when I meet somebody like her or I've got a friend like that, just really organized all the time. Impressively. I'm like, man, I got a long way to go. Yeah. I'm terrible at it. I, I always like have bright ideas to get organized, especially like for work. I'd be like, all right, <clears throat> I'm going to get me this five. Uh, what do you call those notebooks that have like uh five subject notebook, right? Like it's got a, it's got the the hard the hard piece in between, you know, however many days. I'm like, I'm gonna start writing down, making sure I got notes where I was at, what I did. Yeah, that lasts for a day. And <laughs> I just go right back into my old ways. Right back into my old ways. That's funny. Uh real quick before we jump into everything, I just want you to know right before we came on, fly buzzed right by my head. So I see him buzzing around here. Trying to trying to ruin this episode, not happening, pal. Not happening near me. Right here, man. I'll tell you what, Frank the Fly, he's going down the night. Oh, Francis, you are dead meat, pal. I love, uh, I love, I I just assume that flies are dead in the winter. They're not dead. You know what's weird is I haven't seen a fly in probably two months. I walked in the door today. I have this little table next to my door. There was a fly on that table. I moved a water bottle or something, and there was a fly right there. He was alive, but he wasn't flying. So I got a tissue, grabbed him up. He didn't move. It was too easy. He was oh, yeah. he was on his deathbed. 
on his death table, I guess. But dearly departed. And, yeah, dear, yeah. Kill the fly. <laughs> uh, Philip Terrence Fly. And then I saw this guy. So I don't know if I've got some old meat laying around here that I don't know about or if Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> dropped one of his bodies off here. I don't know what's going on, but I've got flies suddenly. All right. Hey, you know what? They're trying to get into a warm place. You got a, You got the spot for it. And uh, you got the fly. I love that you own a fly swatter. About two of them, buddy. They hang in my pantry. I see you. You got a red one and a, I'm going to say green. Is the other one green? No, I think it's also red. Oh, the double red. You know, you got to get good. You got to be able to shoot them with a rubber band. You need to get a little rubber band. You shoot these flies with a rubber band. Man. Uh, I mean, I would feel like Robin Hood if I did that. Chopsticks, Mr. Miyagi style, something. Do you remember the old Nintendo game, the Karate Kid Nintendo game, when you had the chopsticks and you had to catch, they had all the flies around and you had to move the chopsticks around and then bling! Did you have that game? Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Then, then that you never was had the Karate only... Kid. I remember seeing it, but I think I only knew one person that had it. So if it was you, then you had to be it. Uh, yeah. I can't I believe. I mean, kid. I'm. I adore the Karate Kid trilogy. Yeah. One of the greatest uh, Nintendo games ever. That game was awesome. Can't believe I didn't have it. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, we got we actually have some sports to talk about. There's no Reese segment this week. We'll get out. Well, so we're just going to say no Reese's because we didn't get hooked up today. So uh, we'll move on. What what do we got? What's going on? There's a lot going on in the sports world. We don't are going to talk about all of it, but we'll figure out some things that we want to talk about. Yeah. Just something fun that I saw the other day, uh, or actually maybe yesterday. The NBA has renamed most of its awards. I heard a little thing about this might be happening like maybe a week ago. Then I forgot about it. And then today, or yesterday, I guess, I see all these new awards or the new names for the awards. And really exciting. I, I... the thing is, I can't remember what most of the awards were called before this. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do we have a list of previous names compared to new names? I, I don't. I thought that would be easy to find, but everything that I pulled up just talks about the new names. I'm like, how? Why would you not put that? Uh, I, I feel like I, as a big basketball fan, I should know that anyway. But um, I just don't. You see, it's the Kia MV, MVP award, you know. But yeah, named yeah. after somebody. I just don't, you know. I think the NBA Finals MVP. That's Bill Russell. Bill Russell, right? Right. Um, but besides that, I don't remember it, who it was named after, or if there was a name. I think maybe it was just the Kia NBA MVP award. Um, All right. Anyway, uh, but it wasn't just the MVP award. So, um, the most improved player award is now called the George Mikan Trophy. By the way, new new names and new designs for these awards. So they're all revamped. The the trophy that they get looks totally different. So what made them go with 80s pop there? A little got to have faith, a little faith. (laughs) Beautiful. I was just on a George Michael kick yesterday. That's so weird. Were you? You would be on a George Michael kick. I love George Michael. The I'm only George you. Michael, the only George Michael song I listen to is "Sung by Limp Biscuit." 
Oh man. I mean, Wham has one of the most popular Christmas songs. What is it? The last Christmas I gave you my heart. The very next day you gave it away. Oh, that's uh, that Brett Mike or uh, Mike. What's what did we just say his name was? <laughs> George Michael. George Michael. George Michael's the lead singer of Wham, right? Uh, yeah. Or uh, one of them. How many people were in them. Wham? There were two. People were in Wham. There were two. It was George Michael and and uh, the other guy. The other guy didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah. George Michael. But they did the Christmas song together. I right, can't yes. trust the guy with two first names. That's right. Do you think when George Michael goes out and does his little touring or whatever that he uh, he's he's allowed to sing "Last Christmas I Gave You My Heart"? I believe I a girl sang that song. Oh, George Michael's deceased. Um, before that, though, before when he was still breathing air, yeah, maybe, probably, I would say probably, probably, yeah. So. So my question on the George Michael award, number one, doesn't make sense why he's the sixth man of the year. Most improved. Because uh, obviously he's a starter. Oh, it's most improved. Sorry. Oh, that could be most improved. I mean, you're in a group, you're you're you know, you're one of the guys, but you improve so much that you make it on your own. So I can understand why they why they would call most improved after after George Michael. Yeah. Um Wham, what a name. What a name. Wham. Wham. That's the name. Wham. Damn, don't know how I came man. up with that. Yeah, smacking butts one night and just went wham. That's what it, we should call ourselves. It sounds like they were. They were probably smacking each other's butts because George Michael's a gay man. Um, he is. Yeah, I always see how he had. I, I think I think he had AIDS. Is he the one who had the? He's got an earring, right? Brown. Like I hope brown he had AIDS I do. because that's such a bad thing. Oh, to say. that is so cliche. Oh man. But I think no. But I real. I, it wasn't a joke. I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. I'm gonna look it up now while we're talking about the All next right. thing. But look it uh, up. I always thought I'm, a girl saying. I always thought it was a girl that sang. Uh, that sang. Uh, this Christmas, I gave you my heart. The very next day. That's guy singing that? Yeah. Man, yeah. George Michael. Great dude. song. I have pitched voice for it, brother. Yeah. Uh man, he's got some hits. But anyway, George Michael. Yeah, he does. George Michael. Oh, oh, it's not first... even named after George Michael. No, no, no. Oh man, well, we're Michael. not in studio together. I'm just I just can't hear you. I mean, I thought you were just <laughs> you were. You were you were joking. Um, the, the old Minneapolis Laker who was already a really good player when the NBA first came first started in, in 49 50 season, um, mm-hmm. averaged 31 points a game. Uh, let's see, just the first star. He was the first star in the league ever. Um, so did you I, know that George Michael died on Christmas day? Speaking of the Christmas ooh, song, I've probably, Sorry about that. Before, but I did not remember. Yeah. Age of 53, he was found by his partner, Fatty Fawaz. Man. That's not very nice. Uh, the yeah, man's dilated. Nothing to do with anything. I agree. Dilated uh, cardiomyopathy with myocarditis and a fatty liver. Nowhere in here does it say anything about George. But, Go ahead. But maybe he had. Uh... Maybe that was a rumor then in like the 80s or early 90s. 
I'm sure because any gay guys just thought back then was automatically assumed to have AIDS. That was like yeah. uh, that's just what they said about everybody. Yeah, anyway. All right, all right. So anyway, George Mikan trophy for NBA Most Improved Player. Next up is the did John- he ever win the award? Did George Mikan ever win the award? I don't think they had the Most Improved Player award when he played. Okay, all right. Uh, so I'm guessing. No. So this is this is their way of giving him his most improved player award that he deserved from back then. Giving him and yeah, his name on an award. The John Havlicek, the John Havlicek Trophy for NBA Sixth Man of the Year. Sixth Man is the John Havlicek Trophy. Wow, really? Is, cool. is that who you would name this after? Sixth Man of the Year. You name it after John Havlicek. Let me tell you, Hevlicek came off the bench for the Celtics in the fir- in his first seven seasons and was an all-star in four of those seasons. One, I, did, eight, I never would have guessed that he came off the bench. I thought he was a starter his whole career. Won eight championships with the Celtics, uh, you know, seven years coming off the bench. So, I mean, the man's an, an unbelievable. Was, you know, he's one of the all-time greats. That's why I wouldn't expect him to be considered sixth man. All right, that makes sense. Uh, so moving on to the Rookie or Tobias Year. Harris award, but I guess you can't give it to somebody who's or Jordan Crawford award. Jordan That's what Cro- it should be. J- Jordan uh, Crawford award. He's go. Oh, he's won like six times. Not Jordan. I did it again, didn't I? I did this <laughs> last time we talked about him. It's not Jordan Crawford from uh, from Xavier uh, uh, Brilliance and the guy who dunked on dunked on LeBron in a in a uh, AAU game, and that's probably what he's most famous for. Even though he should be most famous for his Kansas State. Unbelievable game against Kansas State in the Sweet 16, yeah, in the double overtime or whatever they went into in that game. But his brother, Jamal Crawford, you could name it after him for sure. Jamal, Uh, that's the one. That's the one. (laughs) Uh, Instead, uh, no, sorry, so that was the Havlicek. Rookie of the Year. How about the Wilt Chamberlain Trophy for Rookie of the Year? Yeah, sure. That sounds good. I mean, rookie of the year, you can name that thing. Almost any great player of all, of all time, almost every one of them won the rookie of the year. You call it the Shaquille O'Neal Award. You call it the Michael Jordan Award. You call it the Will Chamberlain. They all, you know, they all won the rookie of the year because they were stars when they got there. But how about this? Chamberlain averaged 37 and 27 rebounds his rookie year. <laughs> We've talked about this before. We <laughs> talked about this. We compared Bill, uh, uh, Bill Russell, and Wilt Chamberlain. We, I think it was Wilt Chamberlain's what we were talking about. It was like the anniversary of his 100 point game or something. Not that it, maybe it's been a year ago. I don't know. But we sat and talked to, and just looked up all the crazy stats. The yeah. no one will ever touch stats, like 50 rebounds or whatever. He's something stupid number that he had in one game. Like that's those are things that no one will ever do. So. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all that he averaged 27 rebounds and 30 points as a rookie. That doesn't surprise me 37.6 points and 27. So basically 38 points and 27 rebounds. <laughs> I need him on my fantasy team. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, man. Okay, so there are two that were renamed that made Adam Schmidt the happiest man alive. Absolutely, yeah. This first one, I'm telling you, I've said it a billion times on this thing. People probably roll their eyes at this point. My favorite center by far easily ever, Hakeem Olajuwon. Hakeem. Yeah. That's right, the dream. Uh, so the NBA Defensive Player of the Year Award is named after is named the Hakeem Olajuwon Trophy. 
That's awesome. Okay, they did that instead of uh, Dikembe. I mean, that's that's fine with me. He, Hakeem was a much better defender. The Dikembe was a joke with the finger. That was a joke. Uh, yeah, Dikembe was a shot blocker, great shot blocker. Uh, but Hakeem has the record for career blocks. So, uh, two-time Defensive Player of the Year. He was like a nine-time All NBA Defensive Team. I think for all first first uh, team. So anyway, Hakeem, very excited that uh, his name is on an award. Clutch player, NBA Clutch Player of the Year. Now. Is this brand new award? Had they had this before? I, I believe this okay. is new this year. The Clutch I don't know, Player Award. I don't know if there are specific uh, criteria that they will look at to figure, because there are like clutch stats now, right? Sure. Yeah, I was going to say, the sabermetrics of it. This sounds like a sabermetrics award. This is going to be given not based off of writers voting. This is going to be given based off of this. And this is going to be a Luka Doncic, a, a Trey Young, somebody who's taken the last shot and in close games all the time. That I mean, this is going to be one of the greater best players in the game because they're the ones taking the last shot. Right. Uh, so, however, they I don't know if they're going to go by those stats specifically or – sometimes you just did get the, did, did frank the fly just fly in your mouth i i mean that was the first the the split second of panic was that but then yeah. it's like i nah, saw I, it in your eyes i think that's yeah, i saw I'm it sure in your did. eyes i'm sure you did <laughs> you get no. a chance to go back when you put this on youtube uh tonight tomorrow whenever it goes on youtube you gotta get back to this point in time i wish i had a a, a timer up here somewhere so we can tell you exactly what it was this would be the time to go back to Right after we talk about Hakeem getting into the face you just made when what you thought might be the fly <laughs> hit your lip was one of the greatest faces I've ever seen in my life. So it turned out to either be a mustache hair or an eyelash. Mm. Well, for you, it could be either. You got the eyelashes like go all the way up to your eyebrows. Yeah, they really do. Uh, greatest story. One of the best stories ever sitting in a sitting in sitting in Skyline, me and Adam by ourselves, Del High Skyline, hanging out. I don't know what we, we were probably at an elder game or something. I don't, we, I don't know what we would have been doing, but we were at Skyline. Yeah. It was it was relatively late, I feel like. And sure enough, here comes the here comes the the waitress hitting on Adam right off the bat. Oh my gosh, she says, you have the I I am so jealous of your eyelashes. You have the most beautiful eyelashes I've ever seen. And Adam just took it, took the compliment, went on, no, no little flirtation back. He's took it red faced. Red faced. Uh, that's, that's about what I was it. Say. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't forget that. Always red faced, this guy. Uh okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm lucky. I guess I'm lucky to have some good eyelashes. Um Look, a lot of people don't have them. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, I think who there's a chance eyelashes? that Devin, Book- Devin Booker may not have eyelashes. Yeah, he has a look like he's got. Isn't there something with something. there's some? Yeah, there's something with his eyes. It's either like he's missing missing eyebrows or missing eyelashes or something's going on with those eyes. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know exactly. There is something. There's something there. You're right. It's weird. I mean, don't get me wrong. Devin Booker's a good looking man. Great looking guy. Yep. Yeah. Um. I mean, he's dating. He somehow keeps himself. Somehow keeps him. Yeah. Somehow keeps himself off of the Kardashian shows, too. Good call, buddy. It's a good call. Yeah. 
Um, speaking of eyelashes, you know who had eyelashes? That's how I'm going to do this. I like it. Who? Jerry West. <laughs> he had eyelashes. Jerry West, Mr. Clutch, huh? <laughs> Mr. Clutch. I mean, you have to name the Clutch Player of the Year after the guy whose nickname is Mr. Clutch. I, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I also mean, isn't it enough that he's got the logo? I was just going to say, is it not enough that he's literally the logo of the NBA? Yeah. He has two of the most prominent nicknames in the NBA. One man with two two big-time nicknames. But it's Jerry West, who was a great clutch player, great shooter, great scorer. Um, he's a guy that Michael Jordan mentions all the time. Like when he asks – when people ask him, are you the greatest player of all time? And he always goes into his regular thing about, well, you can't you can't say who's the greatest player of all time because I didn't play against Bill Russell and Jerry West and Wilt Chamberlain and those guys. Um, when you when you get respect from Michael, when he calls your name out specifically uh, every time he's asked that question, that means something. Yep. So uh, <clears throat> speaking of Michael, how about the Michael Jordan trophy for NBA MVP? That's how it should be. Best player in the league should get the Michael Jordan trophy. I think that's pretty cool. So if you win the MVP, you get a trophy with Michael's name on it. That's pretty cool. Very, very cool. Um, so slight foreshadowing to the Mount Rushmore, one of not not on my Mount Rushmore list, but one of my favorite commercials uh, with Michael Jordan. That actually, doesn't even have Michael Jordan in it. Is an ESPN commercial about a guy named Michael Jordan. That's yes. not Michael Jordan. And everywhere he goes, it's a disappointment. <laughs> that was a great commercial. Yeah. It's a good one. <laughs> um, man, I just, now I just thought it blew, threw, flew in my yeah. nose. Yeah, that's I'm just a nose hair, brother. I'm that's paranoid. A nose hair. You are paranoid right now. Mm. How big is this? He got a horse fly in here? Is it a big fella or a little fella? Oh, there he is. Ooh. Oh, I thought Mr. Miyagi was coming out. Yeah, there it is. Doesn't have a handle, but. Oh, no, just because of the background that you had at that time. It just looked like a, <laughs> just looked like the swatter. I have to put it in front of my face for you to see anything. Yeah. Um, so quickly. So those are the, those are the changes. But uh, just not too long ago, besides those, the NBA also announced changes. The Joe Dumars Trophy for Sportsmanship. That's cool. Joe Dumars is considered one of the nicest guys. He was on, which is so ironic because he was on the bad boys. One of the bad boys of, of the Detroit Pistons. Everybody talks about how much they can't stand Bill Lambeer and and uh, Rick Mahoney. Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. Everybody's like, Joe Dumars is such a gentleman. The Twyman Stokes Trophy for NBA's best teammate. If you don't know the story about Jack Twyman and uh, – uh, Wyman Stokes is that uh, is that a guy from Game of Thrones? Sounds like a Game of Thrones name. Jack, Jack Twyman. They played for the uh, Cincinnati Twyman of Stokes. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, why can't I think of Stokes? Um, anyway, Stokes uh, had a Pete. bad a bad injury, hit his head or something during a game, and was paralyzed for the rest of his life. Jack Twyman. I guess he didn't have. Uh, family or something like that or his, all of his family was dead jack twyman uh spent the rest of his life as his caregiver he they were teammates and he spent the rest of his like he moved him into his house and took care of him for the rest of his life he was wow. a paraplegic i guess 
Um, so really cool story. I've, Are you sure about that? I mean, you thought George Michael had AIDS. So. Well, uh, yeah, no, I, George Michael had, uh, no, I, what I, what I meant was cardiomyopathy and, but I, it, I said AIDS on accident. It wasn't, uh, that's what I meant. It, AIDS is, AIDS is the acronym for cardiomyopathy. That's uh, right. There's an, there's an AID and an S in there somewhere. Yeah. There's no C. Um, anyway. Let's, let's forget I said that the red hour back trophy for, uh, for coach of the year, uh, you know, red hour back one, whatever. That's an easy one. Yeah. Red hour back. That's an easy one. You could have gone Phil Jackson with it, but it seems like they're, I mean, I, a Phil Jackson award would have been pretty cool there. How many is Phil half? 11, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. 10, 11, at least 10. Yeah. Six with the bulls, six with, Five, I think. Five. five. With five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's got 11. Because three with Shaq and Kobe, two with just Kobe. Right. Yeah. Right? They won two? Just one yeah. with Kobe, I think. No, no, they they won two. Kobe had five. Okay. Kobe had five. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, those are the new NBA awards. Uh, just fun to see Michael's name on a, on one. Fun to see Hakeem, who I, who is arguably the best defensive player ever, who, who also averaged twenty five a game and was one of the best offensive players too. But uh, just just really cool to see that now changing a lot of those things. The Joe Dumars Trophy, the guys that we when we were kids we saw play, and uh, that's just that's fun for me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that just tells you how old we're getting, brother. I know. They're naming trophies after guys we used to watch play basketball. <laughs> right. They're getting old, bub. So, getting anyway, old. you know what? Speaking of basketball, I wanted to ask you a quick thing here. You got the Xavier shirt on. It came out today. We've we've heard all – for the last four or five years. Five years? Like yeah. Um, you know, they're – there are all kinds of things that come out, allegations, uh, accusations, you know, people that say they have uh, evidence and proof. And, and you, you hear, you know, out of nowhere on a Tuesday in the middle of whatever, November or April or something, you'll just see the uh, along the ticker. Uh, so and so big name college coach uh, accused of, you know, uh, paying a kid or uh, in trouble for for whatever, for, for, for some sort of illegal operations within his program. Sean Miller at, at Arizona a few years ago was one of the guys that was one of the biggest scandals. I think is probably the word I was looking for at first, Mm -hmm. um, where he had, who was it? Deandre Ayton, uh, who was, it was all during the Deandre Ayton time. Yep. Uh, had, a wire, a, a phone tap or something where they had a record of a conversation that he had with somebody uh, about paying. Something to the rate. point of just give him the money. Just give him the money then. Just give him something like that, I feel like. I, I can't remember exactly. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he, this dude had two assistant coaches get arrested by the feds, by the FBI. Arrested by the FBI. Now, was somehow, that I mean, Bill Self under oath or something like that, or was that because no, it had to do that had to do with the money being taken by Adidas or something like that, and and they were distributing the money from Adidas. 
okay. the way I understand it. Long, I'm, long, long, I'm gonna have, probably. I'm gonna have to look this whole thing up because uh, I like to get Adam Baum on here and get a get a good uh, feel for the whole thing. But um, maybe we can get him on next week. Uh, but he had two assistant coaches that were arrested under his watch. He continued to coach after that. Like they did not fire him. He continued to coach for another year or two after that. Bill Self just got, I didn't even know Bill Self got in trouble. And and like a month ago, they're like, yep, 10 games, Bill Self will not be coaching 10 games. And I'm like, whoa, where'd that hat come from? And, and then, and I didn't even know he did anything. And now Sean Miller, who was probably the biggest of all of this, the one that started all of this stuff where they were like, just, you know, you started hearing every big name coach you've ever heard is going to be on this. You're going to see this with every single coach. And they came out with lists of guys that they were looking at. Edmund Sumner was one. They said got like $5,000 or something like that. A list of players that they say got money and all kinds of stuff like that. And somehow Sean Miller gets out of this with zero suspension. I mean, he is no longer the head coach at Arizona. Don't get me wrong. There were some things that came because of this. But he – Gets zero games. Now, Greg Christopher, the athletic director for the former athletic director uh, for or maybe he still is the athletic director. I don't know. For the Xavier Musketeers used to be on the uh, NCAA board that covered all this stuff that that looked into these allegations and and sent down fines. And I don't know what the what the committee was called, uh, but he was on that committee. So when he hired Sean Miller, you know he had a little – everybody always said, you know, he wouldn't hire him if he thought that the NCAA was going to come down hard on him and, like, suspend him for a year or a big. So you know he had some inside information when he hired yeah. Sean Miller to be the coach for the Xavier Musketeers. So good on him. Good for Xavier. Good good for him. Xavier's playing great basketball right now. Um Looking forward to the Big East season starting this Friday. That's right. Georgetown, right? That's right. Georgetown, who did not win a single game in the Big East last year. Yeah. I, it doesn't sound that, like they're much better either. That's bad. Uh, so, too bad for Patrick. Um, that's the way it he, he got he, he was out after last year, right? They got a new coach oh. this year. Was he at, oh. I mean, you go 0-19 or whatever you go in the Big East, bud, I don't think you're coming back. Yeah, that's true. I could be wrong. Maybe maybe he is, but I, I, don't think he's, uh, I don't think he's coming back. You would think if anybody has a long leash at Georgetown, nobody's going to have a longer one than, than Patrick Ewing. But you're right. Yeah, you have but, to win. You have to win. Yeah, that's fine. You can have a long leash. But uh, here, as a coach – Oh no, he's still at Georgetown. Wow, God, he's still at Georgetown. Two seven, two thousand seventeen to now. That guy only been five I'm years. Not, <clears throat> only been five years, and you've consistently gotten worse. I know. Yeah, that's now that's it's all good. your players. All of your players are there, and you're and you didn't win a single game. Sorry, bud. I know that you're the greatest Georgetown Hoya of all time, but that doesn't make you the best coach of all time. Hmm. Is he not the best Georgetown Hoya of all time? I, I feel mean, like that's not that big of a statement. Allen Iverson, uh, yeah, Patrick Alonzo Morning. I'm not saying the best basketball player like all around, but when you were, but his time at Georgetown, he was the best player in college. He yeah. was the 
best college basketball player when he was at Georgetown. Yeah. Um, that's true. And got beat by the Twin Towers. And Michael Jordan. And Michael Carolina Jordan. Carolina in 82. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, tough on Patrick, but good for the Xavier Musketeers, for the Sean Miller stuff. That's great. Um, so, uh, Chris, we got to move on. It's, um, I think it's time for NFL picks, do you think? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I think we should probably do some NFL picks there, Adam Schmidt. So, Adam, tell yeah. us how we did last week. Well, funny you ask. I, I know I got at least one wrong because I I was so hell-bent that Minnesota was going to win that Dagon game. I miss that quite a bit of different places. Uh, you're right. You did miss at least one game. In fact, you missed two games. No. So you, got, you were one and two last week. Um, I also missed multiple games. The only difference is I missed all three. Oh. <laughs> so I picked up another game on you. So you picked up another game and uh, <laughs> a couple more games, actually. and uh, Or no, another game. Uh, but we are now three games apart again. So I'm 16 and 20 on the year, and you stay over 500 at 19 and 17. True, good boy. We need to do boy. a little better. Need to finish. Need to finish. Uh, need to finish the year off strong. Yeah. Need to finish well, it off strong. We've got well four more weeks. Um, so still have a chance. I still have a chance. But boy, you have been. You're. You might be going wire to wire here. I'm gonna call cool. you. Feeling some 1990 uh, Cincinnati Red Legs here going on. I'm gonna call you Randy Myers if you go wire to wire and close it out. Close it out. That's right. That's right. Just um, like Ben's in your backing and calling. <laughs> I mean, we could do a whole podcast just doing references of <laughs> 90 of that 90. <coughs> um, all right. So we are in week 15 now of the NFL season. Uh, I have three chosen, but you're welcome to go first if you're looking at them. In fact, uh, I just pulled it up. There are three Saturday games this week. Oh, that's right. The bye weeks are over with. There are three Saturday games. We've got a full tilt, if you will, of NFL football this weekend. Yeah, and I think the – Bowl games, they start this weekend as well, don't they? Or maybe yeah, they I believe they started. do. Yeah, I, I got to have my picks in by the 16th. I think the first game Saturday, the 18th, the 17th. UC, UC's game, bowl game is Saturday. Oh, wow. Right off the bat, huh? Yeah. Against I guess that's what happens when you – They said – They're playing Louisville. Are they, they really said, playing yeah. Louisville? They said so Satterfield's going we'll play you guys. going to be at Louisville's game. But you got to give us our, your coach for this game. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. <clears throat> yeah. That's so messed up. I'm not sure he's going to be on the field. I wouldn't think a brand new coach two weeks in coach the bowl game. I don't, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Kerry Combs might have his NCAA head coaching debut, one and only. <clears throat> They're his one and only head coaching game. Why does everybody want Kerry Combs to be the head coach of this football team? He's 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 a Cincinnati guy. He's never gotten a chance to be a head coach at the college level. 
There's a reason when you're as old as he is, there's a reason you haven't got that opportunity. Well, he got into what you do best. He's a good recruiter. He did. He was a great, he was a great head coach in high school. Yeah. He was, uh, he was older when he got into college and then he went to the end. He was a coach for the Titans Mm -hmm. for a while and then he got back in college. And anyway, uh, we'll see how that goes, but the bowl games are coming up. You've got NCAA basketball, 11 12 games in now um you've got your 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 college football your college basketball your nfl this week your nba of course it's exciting very exciting time very Uh, exciting time so kicking off did you did you say you want to go ahead and go or you want me to no you're up do it you're up detroit is at the new york jets Okay, the Lions, Jets, it's in New York, and it's even right now. You got that on your end, even? Yep. I looked earlier on that. So uh, I got to take the Jets at home if it's even. Going with the Jets at home against a Detroit Lions team that just beat the Vikings, who were number two in the NFC. That's right. And you're going to go with the Jets at home who have struggled with their quarterback play, yeah. I'm just I'm just trying to help you here. Go ahead, that sounds good. You're gonna you're, you're in Mike White. You trust? I've got two words for you, Vinny. Vinny Testaverde. Oh, let's go! Yes, sir. Vinny Testaverde. He played for I'm the Jets. Uh, Joe Namath. I mean, let's start naming <laughs> Jets. Let's do it, right? Curtis Martin. I was just gonna say Curtis Martin. You stink, <laughs> Darrell Revis. You know, Revis Island. Let's see. Bart Scott. Bart Scott. There you go. <laughs> um, Sauce Gardner. Ooh, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to let you win on that one. You had, no, you had two. You had two Mark before Sanchez. I could come up with another Mark one. Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. There you go. <laughs> I'm struggling now. You got it. All right. There you go. All right, so you're gonna. I, I tried to talk you out of it, but I'm gonna let you take the Jets at home. I'm going with them. Uh, let's stay with the even uh, theme here. Another These even pick game. Games. How many pick 'em games are there? Patriots and Raiders. You going to that game? Yeah, yeah. I. It's the first week I remember seeing two, two even games, two even spreads. Uh, yeah. New England is in Las Vegas. I, New England is. Uh, is playing good football right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, you know, they got to fly across country, sure, but I'm going to go with with old Bill, with old Billy boy. Um, he fought, he may be the best ever, maybe the best yep. NFL coach ever. And so uh, he's finding a way in the post-Tom Brady era to get this team back to being a playoff team. Uh, I am going to go with the New England Clan. I got a long way to go in the AFC. They have a lot of people that got to jump in that AFC, so that'll be a big win for them. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and then last one, Dallas is a road favorite in Jacksonville. Four points. Four points is all is all that spread is. I'm going to go ahead and take mm-hmm. Dallas. I'm taking Dallas in that. Um, they've got 10 wins already, and so I'm going with, uh, going with the boys. I like it. And that's it for me. Okay. Well, let's see. 
Uh, first game I'm going to take uh, this Houston Texans team is a 14 point underdog to Kansas City at home. They're 111 and one. They're going to get beat, but I'm going to take the 14 points Ooh. and go with the Houston Texans. Um, I'm not. I usually don't jump on those big spread games, but something's talking to me in that game, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. Uh, and then you know this Bengals game three and a half in Tampa Bay. Would love to take the Bengals there, but there's something about Tommy B that uh, just scares me, especially after getting killed by San Francisco last week. You know he's gonna be pissed off. Of course, he may just be too old uh, for pissing being pissed off to even matter anymore. So yeah. maybe Father Time has caught up to him or whatever Giselle was giving him every night, he's not getting. So he's yeah. not the same person. I don't know. Vitamins. Vitamins. Exactly. Uh, let's <clears> – <throat> so then let's take a look at this. Uh, let's see. You're going to go – you know what? I, I, here's, what here's what's going to happen. I'm going to take the Raiders at home on this Pick'em game. And I'm also going to take the Lions – on the road in a pick'em game. I'm going to take the same games you take, and I'm going to go the opposite way. And we are going to uh, either get closer or further away from each other yeah. this week with these picks. That's right. I really sure. like the Detroit game, though. I, I, that, I mean, the Jets have a really good football team, but their quarterback play has been subpar, especially – yeah, uh, I mean, Mike White was okay the very first time he started, but last week, not so good. Yeah, well, Vinny Testaverde. So, um, <clears throat> Joe Namath, well, Curtis Martin. Um, yeah. did we already do? Did I say Joe Namath last time? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we just could go back to the same set of names. You, follow, Scott <laughs> you followed my Testaverde with your Namath, <laughs> and then I followed with my Martin, and then you followed. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Chris. Okay, Chris. We, this we got. We got to leave room for this next segment here because this is going to be fun. I told you earlier today when we were talking that uh, this might be my favorite, or certainly one of my favorite topics we've ever done. Mount Rushmore. I agree. Um, it is the Mount Rushmore of Michael Jordan commercials. Now, let me ask you something real quick, right off the bat. There are, if you search for, say you go to YouTube and search for Michael Jordan commercials, you're going to get a zillion Michael Jordan commercials. Four, five, six, seven of them do not contain Michael Jordan, but yep. they are for his shoes or his clothing brand. Yep. Do you count those as Michael Jordan commercials? No, no, like the Carmelo Anthony one. Like I don't count that as a Michael Jordan commercial. Yeah, I need either his. I need. I need Michael Jordan. It's like I was telling you before. Like there's a great Michael Jordan commercial that ESPN did with um with that that was just some average Joe named Michael Jordan, and every time he walked up and. You know, like you get a reservation for food and he went to the hospital, all these places. And he said, Michael Jordan, and everybody was disappointed. Right. But Mike was never on the actual commercial. So, no. yeah. Yeah. That one was really good. But yeah, you're right. He wasn't on it. So 
So Mike's got to make an appearance or his voice, at least I would say. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, Take us, take us there. What did you like? What were your favorites? Man, I tell you what, there are so many good ones. The Hanes commercials. There's, I never, I don't remember seeing so many men's buttocks in the old Hanes commercials. Old MJ's rolling around in one of them. He's rolling on a bed, just a pair of red skivvies, and that's it. And uh, I, 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 there's quite a few funny ones. He did a bunch of Hanes commercials with, uh, with Charlie Sheen, uh, that were pretty good. He did Haynes commercial with, and it's funny it, with with uh, Kevin Bacon. He's he did one with Cuba Good Jr. And it's funny because most of them are all of almost all of them are like these famous people, like just trying to talk to Michael Jordan. They just want him to like. They just want Michael to like them. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's funny because they're super famous people too. Because that's just who Michael Jordan is. He's bigger than life. Um. So those are some. There's some good ones there. The the shoe commercials. Obviously, I didn't put any of the Mars. What was his name? Uh, Mars Blackman. Sp- Blackman. Yeah the, yeah, the Spike Lee commercials. I didn't put any of those in my in my top. Uh, but there are good ones. Mars Black. The Mars Blackman commercials. A couple of them are kind of annoying, but yeah, for the most part, there those are pretty good. I love the commercials where it's Michael, like it just talking and it's almost like inspirational. Dude. Like the commercial is inspirational. Like those are like, I had cold chills as I was watching those. You totally stole my thunder. That's those were my favorite, absolute favorite ones. Yes. My absolute favorites. I, I've only got one of them on my Mount Rushmore, mm-hmm. but just the there's there's three or four of them and they are awesome. I guess I never should have made it look so easy, you know, from free throw line and there, you know, whatever he does, and then he's standing in front of all these kids and he's, you know, like he's talking to them. It's so cool, so cool. Anyway, um, yeah. So he's got some some with with Bugs Bunny, of course. He's got some with with uh, Charles Barkley. So I feel like I remember one of my Mount Rushmore commercials. I'll start with this. My first Mount Rushmore commercial is going to be the Larry Bird McDonald's uh, horse game where they're shooting. It's funny because first they say first person to miss a shot, but it's basically they're playing horse, right? Uh, You know, off the, off the sidewall, off the wall, through the window, off the top girder, you know, off the scoreboard, nothing but net. But wasn't there another one? And I didn't see this as I was looking. Wasn't there another one with Chuck that Chuck was in with him with the McDonald's commercials? And they're like, uh, like the end of it, they're like on another planet. And they're like, all right, off the moon, over here. Wasn't there one like that? Yeah, I don't remember it being Chuck, but you might be right. But I, yeah, I do I feel like there's another one with Chuck. to it, kind of. And I don't, yeah. I didn't see that when I was looking through them. But that's a good yeah. memory. I, I now I kind of remember that. Yeah. Well, I put the Larry Bird. My God, it starts off where he goes, "Oh, what you got there?" He's like, "Quarter pounder with cheese." He's like, "I'll, play, a big I'll mac, shoot you for Big Mac big and fries. Big Mac and fries. I'll play. I'll play for. Well, Larry might have ate that. Larry ate that. He goes, "I'll play for it." He goes, "He goes, play me for my meal." I love that. That's so great. Like, yeah. hold on a second. Why am I playing you for my meal? It's already mine. 
but they're both so they're both the, the two probably the two most competitive guys to ever play basketball so well you challenge me no choice yes that was another thing so after i watched that video i went through like a wormhole of larry bird like like people talking just talking about larry bird and plays that he did and things he said and all the stuff where he came out of a timeout and he just says he says i ah, screw that play i'm gonna bust that play up i'm just gonna pop up to the top throw it to me they're down by two throw it to me i'm gonna hit three and end this game and he walks off the bench and he looks over at the rockets or whoever he's playing he's like i'm just gonna end this with a three right now and as he as the shot goes up steph curry s turns around and goes i told you <laughs> yeah i love it. Yep. Kevin McHale's got some Kevin McHale's got some awesome stories of Larry Bird. Probably once a week I do that same thing. I mean, I feel like I've seen yeah. every video about Larry Bird on the internet by now. Yeah. It's fun to see like the uh, the older guys on like podcasts now telling Larry Bird stories back then. Gary Payton was just on yeah. one of the guys podcasts and he was just telling stories about it. it, it I mean, there's always that pops up in my feed like all the time videos like that. Yeah. It's that, that Larry bird, those Larry bird videos are so fun to watch. So number two, I'm going to go with uh, the Gatorade commercial where um, Mike from the wizards and in walks in Michael Jordan from the bulls and they're playing each other. And, and uh, Jordan blocks one of the shots from the wizards and he goes, ah, I should have dunked that. Here he goes, I could have dunked that. And he walks by and he goes, you should have dunked it. And at the very end, at the very end, North Carolina, Michael Jordan walks in and goes, hey, Mike, you want to play? And he goes, get your butt out there, young fella, or something like that. That was, that was cool. I'm putting that one up there on my Mount Rushmore. I love that. Uh, number three is going to be one of the, the inspirational ones, my favorite one. The, the the how how do you become successful or how do you succeed or whatever and he's like uh i missed nine thousand shots in my career i've lost over 100 games i've taken 21 uh last second shots or game winning shots that there's been 21 game winning shots that i've missed mm-hmm. because i've i've failed so much but that is how i've succeed that's how i succeed or something to that motion that right there that might be my favorite michael jordan commercial yeah uh and then last but not least i'm putting it on there because everybody knows it. it's the greatest commercial of all time one of the first gatorade commercials i want to say that came out the song is everywhere everybody knows it everybody knows i want to be like mike i want to be like mike and i know they use that song on many commercials but uh i'm gonna go with that it's number four can't go wrong with like Mike. <sighs> good list. Very good list. Do we have any that are the same? This might be the first. I mean, usually when we're doing these things, we've got something in common. We have three of them that are the same. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many Michael Jordan commercials, and we have I literally three of the four. watched over an hour so did i today of 30 or 45 second commercials yes i'm telling you i watched over a hundred michael jordan commercials and we're gonna have three of them that are gonna be similar i love that that is so perfect (laughs) so perfect all right what do you got mike is definitely on mine 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the the I I of course have to put the my two favorite players ever, Mike Larry Bird. Perry, have to put the mm-hmm. McDonald's one on there, and and even the even the little subtle thing like the 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 how they emphasize the sound of the swish, like they made that loud. Yep. Yeah. Every, you know, they showed all the little, like, you know, flash to a second clip of it bouncing off the wall, flash to a second clip of it going through the window. And then you hear you either, the first few times you see it go through the net and you really hear that switch. And then, you know, next guy goes off this, off this, off this swish, you hear it loud. And then I love at the end, they're like outside down the street, whatever. <clears throat> and I think it's Michael goes off this, off this, off that, through the window, off this, over that, around that, under that, nothing but net. And you don't see any of that, but the McDonald's logo is up there and the the M, the golden arches, f- like flashes or like pulses gold as the, yeah. as the swish sound comes. I just love that. For some it's reason, awesome. that's so yep. cool. Um, the, the one that <clears throat> missed so many shots, lost so many games, uh, I failed over and over and over, and that is why I succeed. That one for sure. <clears throat> um, and then this other one, as I'm looking through all these things, I forgot about I th- I feel like I maybe only saw this once ever. And I totally forgot about it. <clears throat> Michael Jordan, I think he's at a game. They're playing. It, it's halftime. He, you see like he's like flash, like he – goes off the court like you can't even see him it's so fast he enters this office he he suddenly goes from his bulls uniform to instantly in a suit uh, like a nice suit sitting at a desk and he has these huge stacks of shoes so he's going shoes, one, yeah one by one he's opening the shoes, he's looking at it he's twisting it he's turning it yeah and then he writes inspected by inspected. with the line 23 23 Puts yeah. it in there, takes the next one, inspected by 23. Takes the next one, inspected by 23. You see the big, then it zooms out, the big stack of shoes everywhere. He's got the little TV on his desk, and it says, uh, okay, here we go. Here we are back uh, where the Bulls are coming out from halftime, getting ready to start the second half here, and the Bulls are walking out of the locker room. He stands up and flashes out of the room, and and it goes right to the to the screen on his TV, and he's walking out just in that instant, walking out in his Bulls uniform back onto the court, or get or like through the tunnel toward the court. And I think it's Ron Harper is with him, and he go he looks down and he looks at him, and they it shows them from behind down low walking toward the opening where you come out, and Michael has. Has his Bulls uniform on and his wingtip, real nice wingtip shoes. <laughs> and he said, Ron Harper says something like, uh, "Are those the new MJs or something like that?" And uh, I don't even know if Michael says anything. But then they flash to the newspaper article the next day. Jordan scores forty three in wingtips. <laughs> yes. I I just I didn't remember that, and I just thought it was a cool idea. Um, so I I put that one as my fourth, but I mean, God, so many. I wrote down the twenty three versus thirty nine. Apparently, I think he was like twenty three years old and thirty nine years old. The Wizards Bulls won when he was young. Is that um, what that was? I, I yeah, that was the one with the three mics, right? And then the yeah, and then the North Carolina and then the North Carolina mic comes out. 
Um, the one, another one of those motivational, two, a couple other of those motivational ones. Maybe it's my fault. He goes like, maybe it's my fault that. That's what I was talking know, about. Where it ends with all the kids. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it's my fault that you that you thought uh, my my highlight starts from the free throw line. Maybe it's my fault that you thought I you know I, I rolled out of bed. God given talent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and and then at the end he's like, or maybe you just have too many excuses or something like something about yeah. excuses. Um, there's one that it's not about that. He says something like it's not about the shoes. It's about knowing where you came from it's you know uh yep. yeah I, I, so many of those are so cool uh what else oh th- i saw a couple like the very first original commercials when his first air jordan shoe came out did you so did you see the very so i went and watched that was one of the ones it was 25 minutes of it just started with the very first jordans and it went all the way through to like 20 something yeah. But that first commercial, I don't remember that commercial. I don't either. I do I do remember reading reading at one point that his shoe that the NBA wouldn't allow his shoes to be what wouldn't allow uh people to to use his shoes while they played in the game. And yeah. that was a that was such an awesome commercial. Is that yeah. the one you're talking about where they put the black over top of them? That was one of them. Yeah. That was yeah. what there were. There were, I think, at least two of them, and that because like that original Air Jordan logo, where it was like the kind of the wings or whatever that came the wings, on. yeah. Um, that's like how it ended. But I like those because they were real simple. You know, like there was some a couple of them that was like just Jordan. Like it would it would be like zooming in, or you would just hear like the the pound of the ball or something, and then with his heartbeat in, in the background. I love just, that. Yeah, and he's just standing yeah. there dribbling or just pounding it in his hand mm-hmm. or something like that, and it just like zooms in on him, and it's that's pretty much it. Or it zooms on his shoes or something, and then it shows the the Air Jordan logo. Just really simple simple stuff. I thought was really cool. Um, and then you know the Mars Blackman stuff. There was a there were a lot more in that series than I even remembered, but. The, yeah. The other ones that I thought about were after he retired. And I think when he was kind of starting to think about coming back and people, there were rumors and people were talking about it, the Johnny <laughs> Kilroy and all the disguises that he had. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a commercial or two about that. And I thought those were really funny because he had all the different facial hairs and, and goggles yeah. on some and like different hairstyles and, um, I like when he retired. I like the one where he retired and uh, he does the commercial with Chuck. And Chuck's like, I got my own shoe. It's even got a little Velcro thing on the side. He goes, I got laces. <laughs> he's, he's like, you're not even playing anymore. Yeah. He's like, yeah. And he's sitting on a beach or whatever. I love that. That was good. Uh, so I really like that. I, do you remember the Johnny Kilroy card, that upper deck card that they came out with? No, I don't. I I'm pretty sure I have it or one version of it. They had a couple versions of it, but because oh, of that that'd commercial, be, that's a cool card. Yeah. Because of that commercial, it was like real valuable for a while. It was, it was, yeah. it, it was Probably the same kind is. of card. Yeah. It was the same kind of card, but it was from like the 94, 95 season or whatever, when he wasn't in the league, but that yeah. commercial, he was Johnny Kilroy and, uh, they they made a card upper deck made a Johnny Kilroy card with him in disguise with all this hair and yeah really cool. um so anyway that was fun that was as fun as I hoped it would be Michael Jordan commercials Mount Rushmore that was I'm gonna t- I I had just had a blast going down a wormhole yeah 
watching all the different videos of everything. Yeah. <clears throat> Guy's a crazy competitor. He made up a story. Well, this is in the that that whole story, that whole thing, it's in the last dance where he he like made up a story about some guy sit, talking trash to him and like beat the living brakes off of him for the calves or something like that. It turns out like none of it ever happened. Like the guy happen. never said anything. He just like put it all in his own head and ended up having one of the greatest games of his life. He needs he needs somebody to make him mad so he can prove somebody wrong. Yeah. For some reason. There's no doubt. No doubt about that. Uh okay. So that was fun. We go on to our comedy special of the week. And that was Phil Hanley, Ooh La La. Ooh La La. On YouTube. Just came out in the last couple months here, last month, I think. Um, and I was excited about this because uh, I love Phil Hanley. I follow all the comedy comedy clubs and stuff that post clips like the Comedy Cellar. And um, and I, I follow him as well. Um, so see clips all the time from his stuff uh, during, you know, during his shows on weekends and stuff. So. I've been I've been a fan and he's like I said I think last week he's he's in that same class he's friends with all the New York guys that I always follow and everything um, mm-hmm. but doesn't seem as much of a household name at least to, to comedy fans you know not um, even for people in Vancouver where he's from <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> good call um but yeah, I I think he's a really funny guy, and he does a, most of his stuff that I see online is crowd work. <clears throat> oh, uh, yeah, a lot of it here. Yeah, yes. I mean, that's that's one of the first things I wrote down. I, great crowd work. He did that was good, and it wasn't like crowd work that was set up for another joke. Like he just kept going back to some of the same stuff. Like he didn't leave it alone. It wasn't like I'm going to mess with this dude and then go away. Like he just. There's like two people with hats on, but for some reason he just kept picking on the one guy with a hat on. I loved it. It was so great. That was so funny. <laughs> you know, you got that hat on, huh? He's like, he's like, yeah, freezing in here. <laughs> yeah, freezing in here. <laughs> he was talking about, he was talking about, because uh, the guy was there with a friend and he started talking about getting intimate. And he's like, eh, maybe take that hat off. You understand. Something yeah, because like <laughs> yeah, he, he's like he's like this is your girlfriend he's like no just friends and she and he looks at her and she goes yeah just friends and he's like yeah it's the hat isn't it <laughs> it's the hat isn't it <laughs> that was good you know, and then you get the librarian and that was in there uh, it was that was good that was good the fashion worker where you could tell he like was starting to get a little annoyed with her because she kept talking back yeah that was pretty funny yeah <laughs> He's like, usually I get right back into my set, but I kind of need the last word for that. I kind of need the last word to be able to do that. I always say one more thing to you, all right? But don't say anything back. Don't respond. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, yeah. I. I, But that's the other thing, too, is he doesn't really, like, like beat up on the crowd. Like, some comedians do crowd work, and they can be kind of mean and nasty to some of the people. Yeah. He, he wasn't real mean or anything like it was all very friendly but still very funny like the the nyu professor <laughs> that was pretty good that was right. good anyway yeah yeah he did a lot of stuff like with the yeah with the professor and the librarian because he's dyslexic. i told you i was dyslexic <laughs> yeah <clears throat> yeah um man there's a there's a joke that he's done for years 
that's like one of my favorite jokes i think from anybody and but it wasn't on this special so i don't want to i don't want to talk about it yet but um anyway i this was just i was really excited to see that he put out a special uh during this he's like yeah i'm gonna do another special in a few years and i forget yeah because somebody the way he was the way somebody was talking about uh being a teacher or whatever and he was like oh so you're just gonna you're just gonna be against this dyslexic people i see how it is all right well don't worry you'll have another chance i'll do another special in a couple years (laughs) (laughs) yeah um uh yeah i i thought it was great um i i i laughed throughout probably not like i I think i really hyped this up because i really like this guy um and i wanted it to be like okay this is his big like more way more people are going to see him now he's going to get huge i'm not sure that happened with this but i did still like it uh i still i still thought it was good um i gave it a 3.8 oh man so i thought it was fantastic i thought it was great like you said though I didn't like die laughing. Uh, what well, say? Uh, talk about moms doing homework and in, in dyslexia in the beginning was really funny. It's like make really makes for uh, parent teacher conferences be kind of weird. But <laughs> I had a third grade teacher. She was too old, and uh, uh, what uh, what she say? Something about uh, she started teaching. She started teaching before dyslexia was invented. <laughs> she made me sound it out, which is like. <laughs> What did he say? <laughs> Which is having a dyslexic person sounded out is like telling somebody I can't remember. Super it was it was good though. Anyway, I thought it was good. I didn't out loud belly laugh a lot, but I smiled the whole time or giggled the whole time. I gave it a th- a three point nine. Oh. So real close. I did I thought it was really good. I thought he was good, man. I really did think he was good. 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 Yeah. I hope he, I hope he does another one in less than a few years. Um, I think he's buddies with Sam Marill and Sam Marill does like two a year. So maybe he'll take a little page. Yeah. Maybe he'll take something off of that. (laughs) Uh, anyway. All right. Good for Phil Hanley. If you haven't seen him, uh, uh, check this one out. Ooh, la la on, on YouTube and follow that guy on social media i he posts clips all the time from you know each weekend almost when he's out on the road so um a lot of a lot of really funny stuff so that does it for everything that i think we had for this week um we've got to pick a couple of things for next week um so you've got a comedy special and i have got a mount rushmore and there are uh, a few new comedy specials out there. Yep. Uh, Tom Papa's got one out on Netflix yeah, right now. Baby. I think Trevor Noah's got a new one, if I'm not mistaken, on Netflix right now. Yep. But I'm going to go. We talked about this last week. You already know what I'm going with. Sebastian Maniscalco. Yep. Is it me? This guy right here, I can't figure him out, but he is funny. I love this dude. I think he's, I think this guy is hilarious. Um, super, super New York, super Italian, super New York. Uh, it's on Netflix. Sebastian Manikowsko. I can't say his name. Is it me? Yes, sir. All right. Which leaves you with the Mount Rushmore. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm going to, this is going to be, uh, so hacky because I'm, I'm stealing from you. Like I usually do. 
because you always have the good ideas and I got I steal, steal from you too. I we steal <laughs> from each other constantly. All right. Um I'm sticking with commercials because this made me think about all the years of ESPN's This Is Sports Center commercials. Yes. I want to go through the I, I want to watch this was those. coming. I knew this was coming. There are so many really good ones over the year. I I want to do those. LeBron, hey, did you did you take my chair? And Scott Van Pelt's like, no, I don't know if it's Van Pelt or who it is. Like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, nope. And he's got a throne in his chair. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> Love yeah, that. The LeBron logo on it and everything. <laughs> Ortiz in the in the little room, and he's talking about the new talking about somebody's hat. He's trying on a Yankee, putting a Yankees hat on, and and uh, the Boston Red Sox uh, mascots behind him, like in tears and all upset. That's a hilarious one. <laughs> yeah. There's so many good ones. Uh oh, uh, uh, your boy, uh, uh, Armstrong, Lance, Ar- oh, I was gonna say Lance Armstrong, where <laughs> Lance Armstrong, like the power starts to go out, and everybody's looking around, and uh, I think it's uh, um, oh my god, what's the guy's name, North Carolina, the the sports anchor, North Carolina, Stuart lazy Scott. eye, Stuart Scott comes down yeah. and. He's like, hey, everything all right, Lance? And he's like, oh, I thought everybody was gone for the day. And he gets back on his bike and he's powering ESPN. I love yeah. that. There's so many good ones. Oh my God. That was there's and this this will be cool because there's gonna be some that I haven't seen. Yeah. So the Larry Fitzgerald good. one I love where he's just walking through the office all over the place and things are like falling or like shooting by him and he catches everything. Like he, he like people yeah. somebody knocks over uh Somebody knocks over a, a you know, a, a office supply item or something like that, and he just happens to be walking by and he catches it and gives it back to him. Yeah. He's walking by and there's a lady like putting something up on a on a, a ladder and she falls off the ladder and he's just walking by and he just catches the lady. Catches her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I nice. love that. yeah, I like that. No, this will be good. I like this. This is gonna be a good one. All right. All right. So we got ESPN. This is Sports Center commercials. We have uh, we got Sebastian Maniscalco. Yes, sir. Is you it me? It. And uh, it yeah, so all right, it is me. <laughs> there you go. Till next week. Don't forget to turn your headlights on. <laughs>